Welcome to this service on the fourth Sunday of Advent here from the Crypt Chapel at Lambeth Palace. Today's service is led by the community of St. Anselm, a community of young adults who come from all around the world and all parts of the UK to live, pray, study, and serve together. This year's community comes from Pakistan, Sri Lanka, India, Uganda, Kenya, South Sudan, and more. And we're very happy to share this Sunday with you. God is real and God is good. Glory to God in the highest. O most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother. Praise to you, O Christ. O come, O come, Emmanuel. And ransom captive Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy, and peace be with you. God our Father, the angel Gabriel told the Virgin Mary that she was to be the mother of your son. Though Mary was afraid, she responded to your call with joy. Help us whom you call to serve you, to share like her in your great work of bringing to our world your love and healing. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the light who is coming into the world. Amen. Let us confess our sins together. Turn to us again, O God, our Savior, and let your anger cease from us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Show us your compassion, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. 
Your salvation is near for those that fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah, chapter 5, beginning at the second verse. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth to me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth, then the rest of the kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall live secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. This is the word of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord my rock, who teaches my hands for war and my fingers for battle. My steadfast help and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I trust, who subdues the peoples and me. O Lord, what are mortals that you should consider them? Mere human beings that you should take thought for them. Bow your heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Reach down your hand from on high. Deliver me and take me out of the great waters from the hand of foreign enemies. O God, I will sing to you a new song. I will play to you on a ten-stringed harp. Save me from the peril of the sword and deliver me from the hand of foreign enemies. So that our sons in their youth may be like well-nurtured plants and our daughters like pillars carved for the corners of the temple. Our cattle be heavy with young. May 
May there be no miscarriage or untimely birth, no cry of distress in our streets. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. We live in a world full of messages, texts, WhatsApp, emails, Twitter, Instagram, and posts that comes through the letterbox, news, advertising messages on TV. For some today, these messages may be related to the World Cup final. Uh, some studies say that we confront over 3,000 images and messages each day. It's impossible to remember or process all of these. There is much we miss, which isn't necessarily bad. But many of these messages are contradictory, designed to tempt us or cut short to be attention-grabbing. The news is mostly full of negative stories as they tend to attract readers, to resonate with viewers. With all of these messages, it can be challenging for us to understand what is important and how we are meant to respond. In the clamor of noisy messages, it is delightful to observe that the message in Christianity is unapologetically hopeful. And on this fourth Sunday of Advent, we are reminded of one very important message whose reception changed history. The message was not delivered on TikTok or YouTube, uh, like this one you may be hearing, but by one of the original messengers, the angel Gabriel and it was delivered on behalf of God, someone we hope we don't miss too many messages from. The angel Gabriel's words to Mary were definitely not ones to miss. Thankfully, Mary heard this message. They invite Mary into the mystery and beauty of God and the enormity of God's love and the joy found with God. 
It was an extraordinary message, very out of the ordinary. No wonder he opens with, do not be afraid. His message offers her a new concept, a new life direction, something beyond what she could have imagined. This message did not ensure the rest of her life would be easy. It will not be. But it directed and redirected her entire life profoundly close to Christ the Savior, who Gabriel tells her will reign forever on the throne of David and be her son. The angel Gabriel's message, angel can be translated as messenger, invites Mary to something truly miraculous. In the church's history, groups of angels have been referred to as choirs because all angels offer constant praise to God. And it seems unlikely that angels, the messengers of God, have stopped praising or delivering the messages of God. Rather, forever and right now, wherever we are, angels are singing praises to God. These messengers in constant praise still break into our lives and our world to invite us to praise and delight in our God of love. Though perhaps the way the angels look or the way they share their messages or how we hear them have changed over time. With so many messages today, are we able to hear the message of praise and love that comes from God? The community of St. Anselm, uh, the community here today, strive to discern God's message as part of their year at Lambeth Palace. In particular, this happens in two ways that all of us can incorporate in our lives, community and prayer. The community of St. Anselm is made up of persons with different perspectives from around the globe and from different denominations and church backgrounds, and it involves a lot of time together and different perspectives, even and especially ones that challenge us or open us to think differently, can help us to see more of, what, of who God is and clarify what God is saying to us as individuals and the church. When we talk about our faith with others, it can help us see more clearly what God is saying in our life. After Mary heard from Gabriel, she visited her cousin Elizabeth, who had also heard from an angel about her own miraculous conception of John the Baptist. When they met, they spoke, were led to give thanks, and found joy in sharing what God was doing in their lives. Then, of course, we can pray and take time in quiet to help us create space and to receive and be open to hearing God's voice. In the community, Members spend 10 months trying to listen for and hear this voice of God. We sit in prayer together three times a day in addition to times of personal prayer. St. Basil, a fourth century monk and bishop from modern day Turkey wrote, is there a greater happiness than to imitate on earth the choirs of angels? These prayers are an attempt to pray without ceasing and this calling to constant prayer, praise and attention to God has long been present in the church, in the calling of those in religious life who are part of many religious communities today and in history. But of course, the opportunity to make space and to hear God, to step back from the noise, is not limited to those in religious life. All of us can commit to times of prayer and silence, to find times to limit our electronic usage, speak with a spiritual director or a soul friend. We live in a noisy world, 
where phone notifications or advertising messages can seem more constant than the praise of the angels. People are noisy and can distract us from God, and moments of quiet can be invaluable in making this space to hear God's messages for us. The way that we use our time and how we share with others, whatever that looks like in your life, can create space and help us to be more alert to hear God's messages. But of course, we can never underestimate the power of those angels we may encounter unexpectedly that show us something just beyond our sight. With God, nothing will be impossible, Gabriel says to Mary. We can be expectant, as we have been this Advent season, of what may be possible that is beyond our, beyond our understanding right now, beyond what we can ask or imagine, but that God may wish to share with us. We look with anticipation to Christ, the King of Kings, born a baby to Mary in Bethlehem. It may not be the message we hear most in this next week, but to share with others, to praise with others, and to take moments of prayer and quiet, to remember who we are waiting for can help us receive more fully the incredible message of the birth of our Savior. It is the greatest news, the greatest message we could hear. Next week, the rest of this day even, we will be confronted with many messages and surrounded by many voices. And as Christmas approaches, I think we enter a time of year in which the distance between the choirs of angels and our own lives grows smaller. The unending praise of angels, heralding in the birth of Christ the Messiah, is near. And I commend you to take time to be with God this festive period and reflect on the joy of the good message first introduced to an unassuming mother to be by an angel from a choir of angels who still sing forever praising God.
We stand for the creed. Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this Advent as we wait the coming of your Son, our Saviour, the Prince of Peace, we pray for this world which is torn by war, conflict and hatred. We pray for all people who are lost and hurt and for millions of lives affected by our sins. We especially pray for Ukraine, Russia, Sudan and South Sudan, Iran, Mozambique. Transform this world with your peace. Maranatha. Heavenly Father, you sent Gabriel with the good news of birth of your son to Mary. We pray today that you give us wisdom, understanding, and an open heart to hear your goodness. Just like Mary, give us the grace of joy to humbly accept your call. We also pray for unity and peace across the global world and church. Give us a longing heart to spread your love to the world. Maranatha. Heavenly Father, thank you for the goodness you have showered upon each of us, for the company of our families and friends. We pray for all those who are feeling lonely lost and abandoned. May you embrace them with your loving arms and give them the grace of your love. We also pray for the sick, the suffering, the poor, the homeless. We pray for those in asylums, for those in prison and camps, and for all those struggling to meet the basic needs throughout the world. As they long for healing, comfort, and joy. We long for your coming of the heavenly kingdom where there is no sorrow or pain. Maranatha. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Eternal God, as Mary waited for the birth of your Son, so we wait for his coming in glory. Bring us to the birth banks of this present age to see with her our great salvation. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for the Lord's Prayer, each in our preferred language, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon us. Scatter the darkness from before our path and make us ready to meet him when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen.